0: This cold weather really is coming in thick and fast. Autumn is here. The crisp weather, the crisp mornings are here. And before we know it, it's going to be snowing and it's going to be Christmas time. And I know I can't believe I used the C word there, but it is honestly true. Like it will be here before we know it. So in saying that, I wanted to talk about mindset because I feel like at this time of year, our mindset really does shift and seasonal depression is 100% a thing and your mindset and your thoughts right now are also 100% valid and seasonal depression really does hit us hard because we're used to being on this high, we're in the sunny weather, we're on holidays and then as the winter months come in it's freezing, there's dark mornings, it's harder to get up, it's a lot harder to push ourselves to maybe get out a walk in the evening because it's dark it's cold it's rainy it's wet so I felt like the mindset was a really 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 important one to talk about and I've recently just been to Manchester where I went to a mindset event, which was honestly amazing. I went to an event by, you can find them on Instagram, at Total Mental Performance. And I went to that event and it honestly, it just made me open up my perspective to things a lot more in terms of a personal stance, a business stance, just loads of different things. And I kind of experienced a lot of feelings that I was like right okay maybe that's why I feel a certain way or maybe that's what I need to do to work on that etc and it was just good to go to these events and know that other people are obviously feeling maybe not the same way but they have their own things they are trying to deal with and their own things they're trying to move forwards with so it felt so positive to go and do that and they do a lot of amazing great work so if you want to check them out on Instagram feel free to do that um However, it kind of propelled my mindset talk today and everybody that knows me knows that the mindset is something that is so important to me and it's something that I've really worked on in terms of my own self-development. And I feel like today might get a little bit deep and it's going to get you guys thinking really deep as well. And that's kind of the aim. So if you're thinking like, oh my God, I'm not really interested in the mindset. I'm switching this off. You need to listen to this episode, guys. Like honestly, this is going to really, really help your perspective on things. And just obviously to add, I'm not a mindset professional. I'm not qualified in anything like this at all. I'm just trying to use my own thoughts and experiences and education that I've learned to help some of you guys think about these things as well but if you're actually struggling with anything mentally please 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 do go seek a professional because that is not me so yeah obviously in my job I focus a lot on the mindset and it's more based on a confidence point of view so the debrief of the week this week I asked you guys mentally what holds you back more So I gave you three options and I do feel like I could have given so many options for this. However, I just didn't want to overwhelm you guys. So mentally what holds you back more? I said my own self-belief, what other people think of me or comparing myself to others. So the most answered one coming in at 47% was comparing myself to others. So 47% of people Compare themselves to others that much that it holds them back. Just think about that for a second, okay? Then we've got 36% of people who mentally are held back more by their own self-belief. Both very, very, very common things that mentally hold us as females back. Um, And for any guys, listen, it could be the same for you as well. And the last thing, which I was actually kind of surprised that this was so low, 17% of people think that what other people think of them is what holds them back as well. So a lot of different answers in there, comparing myself to others being the highest one. And I feel like I did expect this to be the most common purely because of the era we're in now with social media. It is so easy to go on Instagram to go on TikTok and ultimately feel shit about yourself. And I say this time and time again, if you're going on social media and it is making you feel worse about yourself, you need to clear that social media out like a 100%. It is not healthy to be in that situation. Then also we've got your own self-belief, which is something I'm going to talk about quite a lot today as well. Your own self-belief can hold you back so much because we always have limiting beliefs, which we think in our head we're either not good enough to achieve we don't think we are smart enough we don't think we're worthy enough or we don't think we can achieve success and achieve healthy relationships and you already set yourself up for failure which is one of the hardest things um, to overcome what you think about yourself I do think. Um, And then what other people think of me I was surprised to see that so low but um, it was positive that it was so low that you're not caring what people are thinking of you as much which is positive so um yeah interesting debrief of the week but I did add to this and it's easy in today's society to want to fit in with the crowd to not believe we're worthy of greatness and anything in life such as relationships business and more so we often think that we can't do the things we want to do So I opened up the question box today as well to add to this and it was mentally what are you struggling with the most right now and I'm going to talk about this in more detail as the episode goes along but this is a safe space guys and anything you ever write in is always going to be between me and you Um, but I was quite surprised at the answers of this. I don't know why I was surprised but I didn't expect it to go down the route of what it was going down and I don't know what I expected either, but a lot of chat about uni and being students, um, practically 90-80% of what people were saying was something to do with uni and being a student, which I found really, really interesting. Um, obviously, I've been a student myself. I studied at uni for five years and all the struggles and. mentally it is draining it really really is and finding a balance between everything in life is so hard but mentally the question was what are you struggling with the most right now so just touching on uni and being a student somebody said not knowing what I want to do post uni feeling lost because I'm not taking the standard path and this person elaborated on that and they said basically with my law degree the usual route is to go down a postgrad and then a two-year traineeship with a law firm but for some reason that just didn't feel right to me, quite rightly so, if it doesn't feel right you don't need to do it. More so I'm interested in taking some time to figure out what I want in life, travel, but it's a hard feeling like I've done the work like I've done the wrong thing when I look at all my peers and friends, kind of feel like a failure when anyone asks what I'm doing and I'm still just at the same shitty job I've had since I was 16. I can really relate to this. First of all, you can do whatever you want in your life. You've got to think about how fulfilled you're going to feel and you've got to think about if that, as much as you've maybe enjoyed doing the law degree and it's been a big achievement for you and you should be so proud that you've actually achieved it. It's like it is amazing but if you don't want to go and pursue that career why would you do it like why would you settle into society's norms and standards just because that's what you're meant to do you're meant to go and get a post-grad job now some people that is their dream to get a graduate job and so it should be if that's their dream they should absolutely work tirelessly until they get that dream grad job that they have been wishing for and working for. However, on the flip side of that, if that is not your dream, what is your dream? Go and find it. I think with this one, if you want to go and travel and you want to kind of live life a little bit whilst you've got this kind of limbo period of not knowing what you want to do, if anything, travel is really going to help you find that. I feel like for me personally, going traveling and going away from home for a long period of time was the Best thing I ever done, especially from a confidence perspective, because it made me feel more confident in myself. I was able to socialise with strangers more and become more confident with doing that. It then led to me being confident to speak out in public places and do talks and start start things like this podcast. And it just propelled onto so many things. And I met so many people, friends for life. And anybody that's travelled. Well, see, if you don't do that in life, it is something that you would regret. So I would say go out and travel. Do what you want to do, not what anybody else wants to do. And don't feel like a failure because just to refer back to me personally, I remember when I was graduating, there was a pressure almost that you feel you had to go and pursue that degree. Because you've worked so hard for it and you feel like it is a waste almost. Even although you have just achieved something absolutely amazing, you do feel like it is a bit of a waste. Like, oh my God, I've done four, three, four, five years on a degree I'm never going to use. But trust me, you will use your degree. I do use my business degree a lot more than what people would think running my own business. I also do try my best when I'm in Spain to speak Spanish because that was part of my degree as well. And you'll find that you will use your law degree for future things. It just might not be in the way that is traditional. Um, But if you've had the same job since you were 16, if you're enjoying it, you're enjoying it. But what is your passion? What is your dream? What do you want to go and do? And if it's travelling, then it's travelling. And that is absolutely okay trust me um but a few things about uni popping up um about graduation um somebody else said I think I'm behind in life because I'm not studying the degree I want yet while my friends are almost graduated and see to be honest that's fine like see just because people graduate before you or they get a job before you or they do things first it doesn't mean that you're a failure doesn't mean that you're behind it just means you're in the place where you need to be right now in life and you need to like I know it's so hard obviously but you need to stop comparing where you're at to someone else's success because for starters they might be ahead of you in life. They might have years on you. They might have more education on you. They might have different time available to them. Like You can never compare yourself and your success to someone else's success. Can you learn from them? 100%. But you, you're not that person. And to be honest, you're never going to be that person. You're your own self. So don't compare yourself to not having graduated when your friends are graduated because... You're at a different stage from them and that's absolutely fine. You're doing what you want to do now and you're following the degree you want to do and that's amazing. So you should be proud of yourself. Um, Is there anything else about uni important that I've maybe not covered? One thing um, somebody said is that mentally they struggle with their routine in terms of going back to uni and I think this is quite prevalent right now. She's saying like Before they're like going out, they're drinking and then they're going to uni and college the next day. And then they're probably trying to find a balance between doing some form of exercise and keeping up with everything. And honestly, girls, it is so hard. Like, I just feel like it is so hard to balance everything. But the only way you're going to learn to balance everything is by giving yourself some form of structure. Because see if you don't, you're already setting yourself up for failure. Every single week, I am not kidding you, I meal prep. Majority of my meals saves me time throughout the week. I can focus on my work. I can focus on getting to the gym. I can focus on doing the things I want to do. Then I also have my Google Calendar. If you do not have a Google Calendar downloaded, oh my God, I do not know how you function. Having a diary and not just like work, uni, it has to have everything in it. Like my day, it's like work, steps, training, work. But within that work, it's not just like work, just so like broad. It's like, right, I've got, x y and z to do in that work block and I block out things so that I can physically get it done and especially if you're a student you're going to be studying on top of working as well and you've got assignments and all of a sudden you're overwhelmed so how can you calm your overwhelm while still enjoying yourself at the same time it's something I actually work a lot on with my clients and they start to nail their routine they start to feel happier they start to feel more energized they're more productive they're sleeping better and before you know it you're feeling amazing So it's getting that under control 100%. If you're going in every week not really knowing what you're doing, you're not going to have a successful week. So you need to set up what does your ideal week look like and set that up from there. So in terms of success, people were talking about success. Someone said, feeling as though I'm never doing enough to be as successful as I know I can be. Totally normal. I feel like this all the time I feel like sometimes there's never enough time in the day and I blame other people for it I blame x y and z and then I think were you scrolling your phone all night last night yeah did you have a shit sleep last night and result of that yeah did you then sleep in and not get up when you said you were going to on your diary yeah so sometimes it's about being realistic are you actually doing enough for what you need to achieve right second of all are you experiencing a time where I feel like as a business owner or when you're trying to be successful in a certain field and things you feel like you're never doing good enough like you could hit x amount of revenue you're you're still not happy that could have been your milestone and you get to it and you think I need more I need more revenue or you could hit a certain amount of clients and you think, right, when I hit that amount of clients, I'm going to feel amazing. And then you hit that amount of clients and you think, all right, is that it? Like, is that how that feels? And yeah, there's a se- sense of feeling happy, but it's like, what? Well, it's always that what next and what next. And to be honest, that is how. People who want to be successful are successful because they're always onto the next thing before the, that thing's even really complete. And they're always forward planning, forward thinking. And you do need to be like that. But you also have to be realistic in the sense of like, success isn't linear and it's hard. And we're very hard on ourselves. I know like every single week, I feel certain ways where I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing shit right now. Oh my God, I'm doing shit. And I want to just give it all up. And I think, no, nah, I can't do this. And then the next, and then I sit and I have a brain dump and I think, all right, yeah, I'm actually doing good. Or I try and look at how successful and the things that I've been doing well with and think, no, I've achieved that so far, right? So how can I take those achievements and apply them elsewhere and X, Y, and Z? Because success is not linear and... I do think it is hard, and you're never going to feel good enough when you're doing when you're running a business, and that is the truth honestly, you can feel that you're doing well, but you're always going to want that more that kind of drive for more, but it's not a bad thing um I'm going to do one more because there's a few other things I want to cover today. Someone said mentally feeling lonely in your early twenties, especially after leaving uni in college, so a little bit relating back to uni again um. Feeling lonely in your 20s I do think is normal. I think most people have a big friend group in school and then they go to uni and they meet new friends but they still maybe chat to some of their school friends as well and then as you leave uni, people go their separate ways or people people's lives move on and it's not a bad thing. Like I've had so many amazing friends throughout the years of school and uni and jobs that I've had And it's not, you never need to fall out with people. It's more so people have children. People go and travel the countries, like travel the world and move country. Um, People are then in relationships. People have got new jobs and they've not got the same time anymore, for starters. And probably neither do you. But when you finish uni, again, it's going back to you feel that pressure to go away and do something when you're not really sure what you want to do. And when you leave uni, it's about finding finding things that you enjoy and how can you meet other people as well. Like, is there any clubs you can go to? Is there any community-based things that you can do that you can meet up with people and... I feel like in social media nowadays there's so many ways to actually meet people but it can be hard sometimes to feel like you've got true friends or to find a true friend um, through things like that so I totally get that but maybe it's a case of reaching out to people you've maybe not spoke to in a while as well and think to yourself have I maybe not spoke to them or is it them not speaking to me kind of thing and sometimes it's just a case of dropping people a message and being like hey, want to go for a coffee this week? Not seeing you in AJ's would be good to catch up. And they're like, yeah, no problem. Let's go this week. And it, it is literally just like that. Like I've got friends that I haven't maybe seen for a while and then I could text them and we go for a coffee and it's like totally normal. And it just propels from there sometimes. So I would really recommend doing that. But mentally, obviously, there's a lot of struggles that we all face, guys. And it is so, so hard. And I wanted to talk about my own experience, but also... Experiences that I took away from the event that I went to last week. So, I think people think that you just wake up one day and you've got a strong mindset. That is not the case. A strong mindset 90% of the time, probably 99% of the time, is built It is worked on every single day. I didn't wake up with this mindset. I didn't wake up confident. I didn't wake up mentally feeling good and strong. And I definitely have my days where I don't feel confident and my days where mentally I'm feeling drained. I'm not feeling good. I'm upset. I'm down. I'm a wee bit anxious. All those feelings are normal. All those feelings are valid. However, I've learned how to best adapt my emotions and how best to deal with my emotions when I do feel like that and that's where self development really does come in. I feel like a lot of people and I know I spoke about this on the podcast with my mum, a lot of people maybe think like look at me now and think I'm confident and I'm dead happy and I'm bubbly but realistically when I was younger I wasn't like that like I was just this girl that tried to do all the clubs and like be this perfect student and get these good grades and it kind of allowed me to have a skill set but it didn't allow me to feel confident in a way and I know that sounds crazy because you're like oh but you're doing all these clubs you're putting yourself out there but it was like confidence in another way and that probably that is one of the reasons why I do what I do because I never used to feel this this confident I never used to feel this amazing and it took a lot to work in myself and do that work and people maybe ask like oh but what did you do what did you do every day I worked on myself like a hundred percent probably the things that worked for me the most was one removing toxic relationships remove them two anything on social media that was getting me down and making me feel shit about myself I removed it three only having people in my life that genuinely support me. Knowing that you can go to anybody for advice, knowing that you can go to them with an idea and they'll support you and even if they don't think it's the best idea they'll give you maybe tips on what they think and they'll still support you when they're giving you that advice. The three things really really helped me. Number four was travelling that really really broadened my horizons it took a lot of fear out of me and I feel like once I started doing that I'd done mad things like I'd done a skydive I got my first tattoo um I'd done loads of things like I made new friends from like people uh, from other countries like I've literally got friends in other countries I feel like I could go to Spain I could go to Dubai I could go to a lot of countries and I would know someone down in England like it is crazy so I feel like for me those things were the biggest things for me And as well, that kind of ties in with putting myself out my comfort zone. Honestly, if you can do anything to build confidence and to build a stronger mindset, put yourself out your comfort zone, do things that make you feel uncomfortable and it will not feel nice. It will 100% not. But if you never do that, you will never grow as a person. You will never adapt in situations. You'll never know what certain experiences actually feel like and I do think it is really important to do that so if you can do anything this week take one of those things I've just said and apply it to your week Um, so moving on to the event that I went to we spoke about the past we spoke about the present we spoke about the future and it really opened my eyes into Maybe what's happened in the past that affects my present and it also affects my future. Maybe what I'm doing in the present right now isn't essentially what I need to be doing to propel my future forwards. And then also what do you want your future to look like? And that was the most important things that we learned at the event and it was really eye-opening. So I want you to think about the past for a minute and I want you to think about your top three fuck-ups What was the top three things that you just feel like, oh my God, in life, I totally wish that, not even that I wish that never happened. That's the wrong thing. Your top three fuck ups that you just thought, oh my God, like, I can't believe that happened. I can't believe I done that. It's not necessarily a regret. We don't need to have regrets in life, but just thinking, fuck's sake, that was a shit time in my life or fuck's sake, me doing that was not good. I want you to genuinely think about three things right now. So now you've got the three things. I want you to think if you could go back in time, what lessons would you give to your younger self based off of these things? Because I'm sure there's lots of things you wish you could tell your younger self sometimes. And it's important that you reflect on these things. And it helps you move forwards, and it helps you understand the past as well. For me, personally, I have a lot of things that I wish I could tell my younger self. And it's not because I have regrets, it's because these things would have helped me at the time. So hopefully anyone that's listening to this can maybe take things from this. So probably for me personally, I don't need to say what my fuck-ups were because I guess that's quite personal to me. But um I don't want anyone to think oh god that's not even that bad or I've got way worse than her or again it comes back to comparison but for me what I've learned and what I'd love to say to my younger self is have more fun. I wish when I was younger I had more fun and I just let loose a little bit. I feel like I was such a prude sometimes and sometimes I just wish I just went out and had a little bit more fun. I feel like in my older years I've definitely made up for it. I've had so much fun. I've made amazing memories to be honest but I think in my school years I just focused so much on school all the time that that, like that was all I ever did. So I would say that. I would also say don't give up. It's very easy to give up like it would have been so easy for me to give up doing my uni degree because I didn't want to finish it because I wanted to do coaching as my profession. It would have been easy for me to do that. It would have been easy for me to give up on a lot of things that I did but I always tried my best to push forwards and complete things because I know that that was experience for me and it was building a strong mindset and it was building resilience which I do believe that I needed to do at that time. Also, for me, surround yourself with the right people. I've said that already, but it is so, so important. And you need to learn also that it is okay to make mistakes and you need to be at peace with the mistakes you've made and the fuck ups that you've made because it's what helps you learn and it's what helps give you these lessons as well. Also, if I could say one thing, honestly, one thing, I wish I stopped saying I was doing something and I just did it. Stop saying and start doing it because. See if you're constantly saying, right, I'm going to apply for that job, but I'll do it in a few weeks. You never do it. Or I'm going to start that new business idea, but I'm not but I'm not going to do it now. I'll do it when I've got more money. I'll do it when I've got more time. Or I'm going to start that podcast, but I'll do it when I'm a bit more confident. Or I'm going to start and join the gym, but I'll do it when I've got my fitness levels up. What? why would you do all of those things and put it off until you maybe become something and then you'll maybe have the right to do it you've always get the right to do something you just need to do it there's always going to be judgment there's always going to be fear involved there's always going to be these things but one thing that's not going to be there is that idea that you've got if you never do it And I honestly wish, I feel like this is the first year I've honestly stopped saying I'm going to do things and I've actually just done them because I was just like, you've been saying you're doing things for years and years and years. You've never done them. You've not moved forward. You've stayed in the same place for ages. It's like, why? Because you've not been doing anything and you've not been taking action. So take more action, definitely. And I think tying in with that, not everything will just come to you. You honestly do need to work hard for what you want. I think in this day and age as well, there's a lot of entrepreneurial advice. There's a lot of um, education and free education out on social media. Go and apply some of that information and see what it does for you. Because not everything's going to just come to you. Like I do believe in manifestation and affirmating things, but you can't manifest your life into existence if you don't action any of these things. So you do need to take more action and if you don't it's not going to just come to you. Yeah luck might happen and you get presented in certain situations but you need to actually do the fucking work and that's the truth. Um, And Kim Kardashian actually said that once and she got so much hate for it like people just don't want to work these days. It is true people don't want to work these days. There is so many people that just want things handed to them and realistically if you don't do the work you're never going to succeed, so the people that do the work are the ones who are a are, the people that do the work are the ones who are ahead of the game of other people, and if you want to be ahead of the game, then you need to do the work sometimes, but yeah, lots of lessons that we can take from today, I guess um but going back off the back of that and let's flip it when you're feeling in a low point of mindset, it's really important to reflect. And think to yourself, what have I achieved so far? What are my successes in life so far? And what have I been winning with? And use that to fuel you forwards. It's easy sometimes when, for me personally, say I don't sign anyone up one week and then I lose two clients and I just think, I'm doing shit right now. I'm doing shit. And then you reflect and you think, actually, my community group is thriving. It's the best it's ever been those two clients, one of them maybe wasn't the right fit for the service, one of them was maybe with me for a long time, so they were ready to go. Um, And you think to yourself, "What do you know actually, I'm doing really well. But it then makes me reflect and think, right so I know why I've lost those clients, is there anything more I could have done? But moving forwards, going into the, the next day, what do I need to do, right, I need to go and do X, Y and Z, I need to get more clients on board, I need to do this, I need to do that and all of these successes and wins propel you forward so you need to think to yourself, right, what am I doing well with, like, what am I good at, what am I winning with, how can I utilise my wins and successes to build my mindset, to make myself know I'm worthy of moving forward and achieving success and achieving great things and achieving healthy relationships etc, could be anything, but I'm talking a lot about business right now because I feel like that's what people were writing in about business in uni. So, yeah, think about your wins all the time. You've also got to think when life throws you a curveball, what do you actually do, right? When, th- when life throws you a curveball, do you adapt and move? Or do you get stuck and freeze? Think about that. When life throws you a curveball, do you adapt? or do you freeze? If you freeze, why? Why do you freeze? If you adapt, how do you adapt? And if you do freeze, you need to think, how can I adapt? Why do I freeze and how can I adapt? How can I be an adapter? I do feel confidently I am an adapter. I do believe that I've worked so hard on my mindset that I feel resilient to a lot of things and I don't want to give up. So when life throws a curveball at me, I always think to myself, right, you need to keep moving forwards. You can't change what's happened. You need to keep going. And I've learned that you shouldn't ever give up. I've learned that in that moment, those feelings and emotions are temporary. And I've learned that I am in control of that situation you might think you're not in control of a of a curveball or a bad situation but you are. You're in control of how you move forward from that and how you deal with that and that's what's most important. So I really really recommend that and you've got to think as well what is holding you back in life? So what is holding you back in life from going getting the job you want post uni, from achieving success and I know I touched on it at the start of the episode but just to elaborate on it if you were envision yourself in one year what needs to change for you to get to the position you want to be in one year or it might be three years where do you want to be in three years and what needs to change for you to get to that place in three years time (coughs) because when you actually start to think about it and you start to write it down a lot of things may need to change and that is fine or there might only be the odd thing that needs to change also fine but genuinely what needs to change in order for you to move forward to be more resilient in order to achieve your goals in order to get that dream job in order to grow your business in order to get in a in a great relationship like what does need to change what work needs to be done because there's always something more that we can be doing um and I think something that's helped me with this is envisioning a future that you don't want it's very hard to sometimes sit and think right in 50 years time I want to be like this and even like five-year plan and 10-year plan how on earth do you plan a five-year plan and a 10-year plan like it is for me it's near impossible sometimes and I think oh my god and it overwhelms me so sometimes I think right in five years time where do I not want to be like I don't want to have no money I don't want to have no clients I don't want to have zero success I don't want to have an unhealthy relationship I don't want to have a bad relationship with my family I want to have all these things so what needs to happen for me to achieve those things so I want you to think about what you don't want your future to look like And that helps you envision long term what you do want your future to look like. And it breaks it down and it makes life a lot easier. I feel like you guys should be taking notes of this right now, to be honest, and just having a total brain dump. But honestly, it really, really helps me by not envisioning and by envisioning what I don't want in the future. But once you've done that, you can then begin to envision the milestones and the objectives that you want to in the future so how can you get there what can you do like it's thinking back to what needs to change in one year what needs to change in three years write down specific goals how can you bracket them off how can you subtopic them and do many goals for one year two years three years it might be one month two months three months what can you physically do in that time because we're all good at saying we're going to do things we're all good at saying we want that we want this in life you're not going to get it by doing absolutely nothing. You need to think, what can I do? Um, And I think for me, probably the biggest tips, so the biggest tips for me would be, one, I want you to remember that there is fear no matter what. There is judgment no matter what. People's opinions will always be there. And realistically you will always have slight you will always have slight feelings of caring about what other people think there's always that slight fear of thinking oh god I don't know if I should post that oh I've get, I'm launching my new business I'm, I'm nervous to post it I'm nervous to see what people think there's always going to be fears like that right however that's why you should still do it because see no matter what it's all going to be there so if you, whether you do it or you don't do it, it's always going to be there no matter what, so realistically you should just fucking do it. Um, Something that also helped me as well, which I've only been doing recently, is having a brain dump. I feel like it can get to the end of the week and we're already getting stressed about the next week ahead and we're trying to plan things, we're trying to be organised and you're thinking, oh my god, I'm still so overwhelmed and I feel like the more my business is growing, the more I've got other things going on in my personal life and things and try to balance everything and training. I'm like, oh my God, this is so overwhelming. So what I've been doing every week, every Friday, usually I sit and I do a brain dump, write down everything that's on your mind and actually write it down. Don't just think about it, write it down and then it's out your system. You've got it all out on paper, it's out your system. Then. Think right, these are the things that are on my mind at the forefront. Is there anything I can do next week that's going to help me? Is there anything I can do tomorrow to get me further forward? When you do your brain dump, don't do anything right that second because it's still a stressor on you. But the next day, look at it freshly and think, right, I had that brain dump yesterday, what can I do moving forwards? That really, really helped me. Also something that I recommend everybody should do is when you feel like you're not good enough, when you feel like you're not worthy, when you feel like you just aren't, you aren't capable of doing certain things. I want you to write down 50 reasons why you are. It might be 50 reasons why you are worthy, 50 reasons why you can be successful, 50 reasons why you deserve a healthy relationship. It can be to do with anything but you need to write down 50 reasons and this will not take you one day this might take you one week two week five days you need to write down 50 reasons why you can do these things because you're just giving yourself 50 reasons why you are worthy you are validating your feelings you are validating that you can do things And that you can achieve what you want to achieve because you've got 50 reasons why. So whenever you think you can't do something, go back to your 50 reasons why. And see, once you've got 50 reasons why, I can only imagine you will begin to start adding on to them as well. Because you'll go back to that list and you'll think, right, okay, I know why I can do it. I've got 50 reasons why there, but I've also got something new in my life now. I can write that in. I've I've got 51 reasons why now and so on. It's so important to write things down and to get things off your mind and to speak kinder to yourself. It's it's easy to just say, oh, I can't do it. I'm not good enough or I could never do that. And you do look at other people and you think, oh, I wish I could do what they do. Why can't you? Why can you not? You can do anything that you want to do, but you need to apply yourself and you need to understand that you are capable of doing that, but you need to believe in yourself. And of course, you're always going to have limiting beliefs. Like that is an absolute given. I have limiting beliefs every single week when I think I can't do things. And it's not until I sit in my thoughts and I think, right, why can I not do it? And I can't even think of a lot of reasons why I can't because I flip it and I go, right, why can I do it? How can I do it? It's always about giving yourself solutions. It's always about being kind to yourself. It's about applying yourself. And it's about remembering you are enough. You are worthy, you're enough and you can do it. So if you take anything away from that today hopefully it is that and hopefully you can go away and actually write down your thoughts and your emotions and be more honest with yourself and vulnerable with yourself and hopefully that can transpire into people around you. And if you listened to this podcast and it helped, please do drop me a message and let me know what parts you enjoyed. Go and tell a friend to listen. Tag that. Tag me on your story at The Modern 20s. Like, I'd love to see you guys listening to this episode and feeling like it's had an impact because that's what this podcast is about. It's about being a community. It's about spreading the word. It's about being open and vulnerable sometimes, but it's also about having a laugh because that is my favourite things in life. Just all of the above. And remember you can always get involved on instagram with our polls at the modern 20s you can subscribe to our youtube you can like and comment on the youtube below if you're watching the video on youtube right now so please do that and you can also find us on tiktok so i hope you enjoyed that episode i hope it gave you a lot to go away and think about and if you made it this far well done and i'll see you next week